Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Containeros Podcast. The podcast is sponsored by Port Pro, the leading operating system for drayage carriers. Schedule a demo today at portpro.io. Trucker gang, trucker gang, trucker gang. We're here, man. We're in the building all the way from New Jersey. Thank you Edwin. for having me up here, man. I appreciate it, man. Edwin Santiago. Thanks yes. for being here, man. Tell us a little about yourself. Um, a little bit of myself, man. I'm a truck driver. <clears throat> I haul containers at the port. Um, that's that's what I do. I'm just a truck driver, man. I'm a truck driver life. I gotta ask you about that trucker gang name. Uh, what inspired that? Trucker gang inspired. Um, <clears throat> that inspired as when I got when I first, you know, when I first came from incarcerated. I just um, invented the name. I was started driving trucks and. We just we just invented that name, Trucker Gang. It used to be a bunch of different before it got to Trucker Gang. Oh yeah. Yeah. So it had a bunch of different names. Do you remember one. any of the old names? Um, it had like Trucker Gang Coho or oh. Trucker Coho. Oh, it just gang made it more sense. Mm-hmm. Not that we a gang. It's like a family. Yeah. You know. Got it. And what about what was uh, Edwin's childhood like? Um, childhood man. We're going way back. We going way back, man. I'm. I wasn't. How can I say? I wasn't a good kid. Um, was in the streets a lot. Um, from dealing, selling drugs, or whatever the case may be. It's been a little rough, but that's my fault, you know. Not. Now I want to blame my parents. My parents always been good. I just was a hard headed. Mm-hmm. That's about it. I was just hard headed. How young were you in the streets, and what made you go there? Um, you could say I was about. Um, like 13, 12, 13, 12. Um, I was just closer to to a hood where I was from. And um, one of my buddies that used to live next door, he used to bring me out to the block and we used to chill. And it just started from there. Just got into the streets too much. You know, I'm not going to say, ah, it was a bad. I don't want to do that neither, you know. It is what it is. So there's got to be something about it, though, that got your attention, like the uh, lifestyle, maybe some people you looked up to, they look cool. Like, yeah, yeah, you know, some people that I look up to that I thought it was, you know, they were just cool, wanted to be part of it, wanted to be part of that that street life, like, you know. So I just choose that life instead of choosing other stuff. So ever since there, then I took it from there and just been in the streets or whatever, making money. Wanted to buy my own clothes, wanted to buy. I just wanted to be me at that age. Didn't want to ask my parents about. I didn't want to ask them for money. <clears throat> so it just came away like I wanted to be my own man, even though it was the illegal way. But that's that's what it came about. I wanted to get my own money. You made your own um, money at what age? Like I said, 12, 13, 14. What's the first thing you bought that you thought you were doing big and moves? The first thing I bought, it was like, really buying clothes i thought i was you know wearing that expensive clothes expensive sneakers going to get into a freshman year in high school and um looking fly as you can say Mm-hmm. what's your favorite memory from being a child favorite memory for being a child <laughs> from like streetwise or just in general childhood memory childhood memory man i just feel like being in the block those are like my favorite moments, yeah. just hanging out there, because it was just going to school, coming out, hanging on the block. That was like just like the lifestyle of just being there. So yeah. I, I, nothing I, at home rings a bell. Um, or parents were probably working a lot. Or what, parents what? always working, you know. I mean, we did a lot of good stuff, cool things too. Like they used to take us out. Like, mm-hmm. Let's say Six Flags, water park rides, um, dinners. We had home. You know, I just I said more about the streets because i always been in the streets so yeah you know. made a lot of friends there as well right yeah absolutely yeah. and ops and ops yeah yeah that, that's of, that's yeah. that's the thing now yeah ops ops man a lot of ops so what what did you want to be growing up other than you know i, I can i think you've said in, in more ways than one that, that you it, adored it, the street life but is mm-hmm. there any like bigger goal you had in mind like a dream i'm gonna keep it real man my dream was always to be a truck driver yeah since little uh, i always thought about like 
being next to my father driving trucks and um and that dream came true actually late but it's never late too late for nothing um but that always been my dream i love trucks i always loved my dad been driving trucks forever so Mm -hmm. trucks was the my thing just one day to drive with my truck next to on the highway yeah and and it happened yeah yeah we there so right now you're making it happen but it wasn't always like that right which is something we're gonna get into inspired by that street life of course right Mm -hmm. yeah so um in the meantime can you tell us how you got into trucking um how i got into trucking my dad yeah my dad was always been a push he always wanted me to get my license at when i was in high school when there was a certain age i think it was 17 that you could get your license or um, 18 or whatever. I yeah, think I don't yeah. remember exactly the age, but he always pushed me to get my license. But I was too into the street life as I wanted to wake up. I didn't want to wake up early, go to sleep late. Easy money. Go, easy money. Yeah. Go hang out with girls. Go do yeah, this. Yeah. Don't get me don't get me wrong. I enjoy that life at that moment. Like, yeah. hey, but like I said, I was in, I was into trucks, but I didn't want to live that life. I guess at that moment. Mm. But it was I love trucks, man. Since I, I, like I said, my whole father family drive trucks. So. Working your way up to the trucking world, though, is there any when if there was a point you had to get a real job and, and leave the street stuff, or you just transitioned straight um, from street to? Yeah, there was there, um, no. There was times that I worked in um, other jobs. Com- yeah, in f- factories. Anyone or, that comes to mind that you fucking hated or loved? Um, I think I hated Olo. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think it was good. Yeah. But um, there was, there was, there was, I mean, I can't say it wasn't bad, but it was good, you know. At, at points that I had to work, it is what it is. What was your first job? My first job was actually um, in a deli yeah. right by my house. There yeah. was a deli, sandwich deli. Um, but I was like the cleaner. I wasn't making sandwiches. I was just that cleaning guy. Throw little bags on the side. Hey? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Be honest, did you ever make a deal out of the Of food? course, oh. of course, man, of course. Hey. Man. <laughs> Out of school too, but yeah. you know, I, I don't want. You talk never too got much. caught up at that diner. Nah, nah, nah. I got caught up at a young age though, but yeah. in the streets, yeah. not inside somewhere or you know, mm. public somewhere. But public in the streets, yeah, I got caught up when I was younger. Did I, you take that diner job strategically because it would open doors to other customers, or it just kind of worked out that way? Nah, it just worked out that way. Oh, okay. Keeping okay. Yeah. All right. So now you're trucking and. You got that that beautiful black truck. Yeah, man. Thank you, man. And tell us about that journey. So you get your license and all that um, up to the trucker part. Yeah. Um, so, well, before the trucking, you know, I was incarcerated. So um, before, okay. Yeah, before I got to trucking. Yeah, I, I would car. After I came home from incarceration, that's when I got my license. Um, I actually got my first job. Shout out. Shout out to my um, my friend Mickey, out in Jersey. Um, he found me a my first company driver job, where I got my experience at, and um, then from there I just took it. You know, I I worked for somebody else fifty fifty. You know, shout out to them that helped me out get to that journey. Then from there I bought my first truck. Then I got this truck, but I'm okay. You know, my father helped me out, pushed me to to get where I'm at right now. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I got a lot of friends too, you know, shout out to Yank. It's my friend. He's like my right-hand man. He's my right-hand man that helped me out and pushed me and gave me that positive vibes to keep pushing forward. Mm-hmm. But um, that's been the journey, man. Like I said, I don't deny not working for somebody. Yeah. There's a lot of you know, I don't want to. Start. You don't got to say names, but if, nah, if the I, shoe fits, they're gonna wear it. So go. I don't. I don't. I don't say no names. You know, I'm not. I don't do that. But a lot of people deny like they work for somebody. Like I never deny that I worked for somebody. Fifty yeah. fifty. What's wrong um, with that, anyways? I don't know what's wrong. With, I don't know what. I don't know what's wrong with that at all. I just I just hear it a lot, and then somebody else will tell me like, Nah, this guy, nah, he don't got his own truck. He he worked for somebody, but he he act like it's his, his truck. He say like, Yeah, it's my truck. I just bought it. Oh, man. We don't going to get too much details on that, but, uh, but it happens a lot. Yeah. I feel why, like why you got, I, don't know. I don't know why to lie about that you work for somebody in life. Like, I don't see nothing wrong with that. I think it's even more beautiful to know it's like a come up. Like, hey, I'm driving right now and I'm saving up for my own truck. And, you know, like the That's what a lot of progress instead of like just magically appear at the top. Like, it doesn't work that way all the time. Yeah, exactly. Know? That's that a lot of people um, 
work up like that. I know a lot of friends right now that worked up like that, working mm -hmm. for somebody, being a company driver and saved up, bought their own truck and just did it herself. You know? Yeah. You know what? Because you mentioned the incarceration. I, I had a, a question for further down the interview, but mm -hmm. I think it's running. A little, and I know the audience would be as curious by now. Incarceration, what? Yeah. Right. So let's just hop into that part, you know, and no, then we'll course. go back to the pickup where you were left off with the trucking. But as we can see, you're doing well for yourself now. But behind success, there's always some kind of story, right? So let's go back to that, which um, safe to say it might have been a very tough experience, right? So the question about that was, what is the toughest thing you've been through in your life? And how did you pull through? Was that one of the toughest yeah, things? Yeah, that's, that's actually like one of the top things that I got incarcerated did, um, three years behind bars. Um, that was like a little pushback in my life. How like, old were you when you went in? Um, 22. Okay. 22. I came home 25, mm -hmm. turning 26. Can you share the story? What led to it? Like, kind of like the, <clears throat> you know what I mean? P paint the picture for us. Um, the scenario was I was selling drugs at that, uh, at that moment. Um, I was a drug dealer. Um, I got caught up selling drugs, got set up, went in there and, um, How can I explain this? I felt like I was so real to the streets and so faithful to the streets as saying as um, I'm not no snitch and um, I'm taking the blame from the gecko. Like, listen, this is my drugs. This is not the person that got caught also with me. This is mine. So I took responsibility at that moment. I felt like that messed me up too because They didn't really know who I was at that moment. Like, they looking for somebody else, but I just come out in that picture like, oh, who's this guy now? He's here. He got caught up. You know, okay. it's a little long story. It's more to the story, but to maybe, make it shorter. Maybe you, know. you said more than you had to. Yeah, I feel like I said more like, than I had to. Like, I took the blame right away. I could have just yeah. waited out, stay quiet. Just, yeah, right. But that's, that's, yeah. at that moment, at that age, it's like I yeah. wasn't thinking. It's like, yo, I'm not no snitch. Let me make that clear from the get go. Let, let me know? make that clear from the get go. Yeah. You know, it's my drugs and it is what it is. You know what I mean? So yeah. I got caught up on that and I did three years. Um, came home, did five years on parole. Um, but it's been a success from that because when I got locked up, you know, it just, after I came home, I felt refreshed. I felt like I had a different mentality. So, huh. Did anyone benefit from your sacrifice? And are, are, those, are any of those individuals still in contact with you today? And who are individuals? Because uh, when when that's mm -hmm. brought up, it's like you don't want to betray a certain friend or a certain coworker, you know, quote unquote coworker. Coworker. <laughs> that's why you don't snitch, right? You're loyal to the team or whatever, or, or whoever's getting you the um, the bread, right? Well, so yeah, that guy um passed away that I was protecting. In, yeah, quote, absolutely, quote. that I protected. Um, you took the blame for him. Um, not in really for him. I don't want to put it for him. I really took the blame for me because at the end of the day, I chose to do that. Yeah. I chose to go there and make that move to make money. So I don't want to blame the next person. At the oh, end of the yeah. day, I'm my own man. Yeah. And I make my own decisions. So I can't say, but as not snitching, of course, I got to protect the people who was around me. Yeah. Or whoever, like, yeah. you know what I mean? So no snitching in my blood. So it's just, like I said, I took it right away from like. Yeah, you feel that by, by doing that, it kind of cuts the. The investigation from going further down the the the, that's a, the operation, right? That's In your a fact. Mind, yeah, it was like, it was quicker. It was yeah. quicker. It was a, a, at a point that I did a whole statement recorded saying that was mine. Yeah. When I found out, like, yo, you should have never said nothing. Like, they don't know who you. You know? Yeah. It just yeah. it was too late already. Yeah, I did yeah. a statement. But I know that made a big statement in uh, streetwise, like, oh, yeah, th this guy's solid. I, you know. Well, I'm not gonna lie. I had a lot of friends. Yeah. At that moment, that doubted me, but oh, it is what it is. What's somebody up? always doubts somebody. What's up now, right? To, yeah, yeah like, it's always easy till you're the one behind, right? The situation and and that. It's always the situation as that when was, you get to that moment, you know. You know what you're made of. You know what you're made of. And you know, it's, are made of. it's hard. It's hard. Um, a lot of people that doubt you is the ones that. Yeah. They're not made for that. They just want to be down. You know. The, your friend that that <coughs> passed away. I, I say friend. I'm assuming he was your friend. Or, yeah. Close, yeah. Way more than just a, a work provider, right? Yeah, it, it was it was close? more like family. Okay. Yeah, I mean, he helped me out a lot. Um, put me in, you know, I was living with him, you know. He was helping me out. 
So, you know. You looked up to him at a young age and then you got to work with him or how, yeah, did, how did you guys meet? I did look up. I had, like I said, younger than that age, I had uh-huh. looked up at other people from where I grew up at, where I'm from. You know, I grew up, I'm not going to hide nothing. I'm from Market Street, Patterson, New Jersey. That's the hood where I grew up when I was younger and I looked up at other people. But I had in different stages that I moved. I guess I could say I moved to another level from that street and was making more money dealing with other stuff. Like, it it was just like a, you know, or, it's like a step. Like, I was like growing certain, up. Certain streets, you have access to certain levels yeah, of the it hustle, was just, you say? or I would just, I would just hustle and let's say, hustling more. How can I explain that, man? It just, it's, it was just better. I was doing better than what I was standing on the block, you know? Okay. Let's put it in that, in that yeah. point of view. Kind of like uh, relocating to a higher traffic area. Yeah, yeah. And more volume. You could, you could say that. Okay. So I, I looked up, like, like I said, I always, I looked up when I was younger, like I never hide, like mm-hmm. I looked up, worked yeah, for yeah. people in the streets. Um, it's always been like that, you know what I mean? But at, at a certain point, you get to be like, oh, I'm the boss now, I'm running the show and I'm doing whatever I'm doing at that moment, you know what I mean? But I, I, I it feels... It was good moments in the time. I can't say I didn't have a good life during them. It was just, is it worth it sometimes to get through that level? Like That's why I try to tell younger cats, like, is it worth it for you to be on the streets or, you know? Do you feel that, uh, you feel you got to know, like, the other side of, of your friend and people in that circle to where, like, the common the average person will be like, oh, they're bad people. But do you feel you got to see a good side of them? Um, Yeah, I mean, I saw a lot of bad sides and good sides, you know. I feel like um, a lot of people wasn't loyal to me, you know. So it, it, it's tough, man. You get the, the crowd that they're there when, when something is good and they're not there when something is, you know, you're down. Uh, can you can you put a paint a picture of like how many friends you had when things were going good beautiful and how many you had when you were locked up? I feel like I had a lot of friends. I don't think I could count how many friends I had at, at that moment when things was good. Oh, that was close with me. And then when I was locked up, um, there was a couple. Don't get me wrong. There was a few that there was there came to visit me. Um, but a lot of them left me for dead. I could say. Mm-hmm. But this is when you when they say. You get um, locked up or incarcerated for for a while. That's when you know who's who, you know. Because even the friends that did go, I'm I'm assuming that with time the visits weren't as constant. No, nah, there wasn't. No, it kind of fades away. They fade away, man. Because they're back in real life right here, and you're paying for what you chose to do. So. That absolutely, man. I have a friend. Um, um, you know, we have bad terms. We don't speak like we used to. But I had a friend, Lewis. Um from around my way he helped me out a lot sent me money um i never because at the end of the day even if you're not cool with a person right now or you have something with them i feel like you can't block their blessings or you can't block what they did for you you can't discredit you always yeah yeah, i can't discredit that that moment even if i don't speak to them right now Mm -hmm. i can never take that away for a lot of people help me out you know what i mean uh i had an ex at that moment that I was with with a girl at that moment, incarcerated, that helped me out a lot. Um, I could never take that away from them because those people was there. At the mm-hmm. end. Even mm-hmm. if I don't speak to them now, but I always got to shout them out as, you know, they helped me out. So, But like I said, a lot of people left me for that. And like I said, this is where you learn who's your friend, who who is who, you know what I mean? I feel like when I came home, I had to cut a lot of people off. You know what I mean? Like, just cut them off, like, Hey man, don't don't don't. You wasn't there when the rough times was there, mm-hmm. so don't come back when things get better. You know. Yeah, yeah. Huh. What would you say to someone that says, "Well, you chose that, so don't be mad at me for not visiting you." Say, excuse me. Say that again. I'm yeah, sorry. like like if if they, because they're out here in the real world, right? Uh huh. How let me see this question can come off wrong, but like at the end of the day, people make choices, right? And they pay the consequences for the choices. So if mm-hmm. they don't go visit them, 
can they really take it personal for them not going to visit them? Um, I don't know, man. It could work. It depends. I, it all depends, I guess, man. The ones that brag about loyalty is the ones that kind of it, it highlights. I mean, this the, there could be that you could have them friends that always send you money for canteen, but don't come see you. Mm-hmm. I feel like they still loyal to you. I just, yeah. you know, at the end of the day, everybody got a life too. Mm-hmm. You know, not saying that could be an excuse of not seeing somebody or going to see somebody or whatever the case. Well, nowadays, well, at that time you could, but nowadays, you know, the COVID stuff, they were shutting down the, the visiting stuff. A lot of people doing like video visiting now, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's different from the yeah, time yeah, that yeah. I got locked up, you know? Yeah. But I feel like if you got people that, that still hold you down, like putting money in your books and you could order food, like, hey, they're holding you down at the end of the day. You know? Who who visited you, who visited you the most in those three years? Um, my girl that I had that, at that moment. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. What about your parents? Were they upset? Um, you know, it's a sad story, but I also understand where they're coming from. Um, my mom always visited me. You know. Let let me rephrase that back. You could say <laughs> you could say my ex, well, that my girl that was at that time that year. Um. She used to bring my mom to visit. My dad used to bring my mom to visit. But one thing I could say is that my dad never visited me one time when I was incarcerated. He took her, but he didn't go in to he, see you. He didn't go in. Um, well, I, I can explain a little bit why. Because he'd been going through. I have an uncle that's locked up doing life right now. He got like 22 years in, probably 23, um, MPA. So I guess he didn't want to go through that same thing with me also that he'd been doing it for so long with my uncle you know what I mean so but he always helped me out and held it down that, yeah, that was not it was hard to see you probably just seeing your it, son like exactly like you, but but he always held it down he always sent, sent me money like every two weeks every week I had money in my books to eat you know yeah so shout out to my father like he's been like the bro he's 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 been everything to me man I think without him, I wouldn't be here right now. I gotta give him thanks, man. And I, and I could get sentimental on that, man, because my father been with me. We had a lot of rough moments not talking, maybe three years without talking, seeing it. We seen eye to eye, we're not even saying what's up. So, so to come from that from that way to where we at now, like we friends, like buddies, like. Best friends, you know what I mean? It's tough, <laughs> Happy man. for you, yeah. That's, it's cool. it's been rough, man. It's been a lot of rough years, man. We've been, we came a, a long way from where we are. Yeah. You know what I mean? Came a long way, man. And, and your mom? My mom, man. My mom, <clears throat> you know what it is? I, I grew up with my dad most of my life. So, you know what I mean? My mom didn't live the, the, the younger life with my mom too much, you know? Hmm things sometimes I just stay quiet about it but my mom always like at, at points that you know she always been there though but it just I grew up with my dad more more wait I'm sorry I misunderstood so it's not that your parents were split up right no my parents were split up uh, uh, when I at a young when I was young like super young age oh at a certain age they split up yeah yeah but that, now they're back or no that's, no that's they never done? no that's been done no oh, but my man. dad helped my mom out as yeah, yeah. Taking her to the to the prison to see me. Okay, and okay. My dad always been there to help out. You know what I mean. But they're not together at all. So I got a stepmother. You know, that that I grew up with. You know. Okay, so that's okay. That makes sense. So you they split up, but you went with dad. Yeah. You grew up with dad. Yeah, I grew up with. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I grew up with that. Was that a, a choice, or it's like you know we don't have to get into it if you don't want to? But is it the way it worked out based on the, just, the moment, or it worked out? I mean, I was younger, younger age when I left with my dad, so. I probably was like six, seven. Because that I know of, at that age, they don't really let the kid choose. So there's got to be a, a certain reason why he goes with the dad. Cause yeah. It's very common that automatically they give the custody to the mom. Yeah, I, I left with my dad as not because of court or nothing. It just happened that way. I mean, just don't want to. I don't speak on it too much. So. Got it. Got yeah, you. Yeah. I understand. Okay. So... Back to the whole um, your your friend. Do, do you wanna? Did he, if you don't want to talk on the, on that, let me know. Uh, he he passed away. You said was yeah. this during your incarceration or? Um no after. after after I came home yeah. 
and yeah, he was sick of something and um passed away. Okay. Were you cool when you got back? You guys hung out a yeah, lot, we, or, or I mean, you were we kind of staying away because of what happened. No, nah, we we spoke. It just in a matter of months that I came home, he like you know passed away over the yeah. So he didn't really last it so long for me to like you know what I mean. And it wasn't a. It's still a blessing in a way you got to get out and, and see, see him. him. Nah, yeah, he 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 salute me as like yo, I appreciate you, man. Like. You didn't talk. You didn't, you know what I mean? You didn't say nothing. You you stood 10 toes down, like, hold it down for the, you know what I mean? But, um, yeah, um, he, by, didn't, he didn't last then, it too long after I, you know, came home. Like, he yeah, was already he, suffering from a disease that he had or, you know. Before you got incarcerated in New York. Exactly, exactly. Okay. Yeah. All right, so was he out of the lifestyle when you got out? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, I don't want to turn into a Vlad TV, you know? No, like, no, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no Vlad TV. Turning, hey. Nah, man, we're not but, talking nothing crazy. Yeah. It's just, that's just the past, and that's something, we're talking something neutral and original, you know, some yeah, real stuff. Yeah. But it's not about, this is something in the past that yeah. we had in Lifetime. I just don't want, like, whatever I ask to ever, like, you know, be misinterpreted or, or affect you in any way. So no, I'll, no. I'll keep it very, uh, you no. know, keep be mindful of any uh, effects, right? So no, facts, facts. Over all this uh, situation in your life, this uh, specific hardship, what did you learn about yourself? I mean, at this point, you already learned about some people, uh, loyalty, you learned about the value of like, you know, loyalty, I repeat myself. But what did you learn about you, yourself as a person during this time? What I learned about me? Yeah, during the incarceration, during that hardship. I learned how to... I guess I could say I learned how to have faith and patience, something that I didn't have before when I got incarcerated. Um, I learned a lot more about me as that I'm a person that have more, have more like to give, like that I could have done more that I wasn't doing before. Maybe I was just too into something that I ain't had to be into. I could have done better things in my life. So I found out who I really was when I was incarcerated and what I was about, you know. Hmm. Is it harder for you to make friends after that? Because now you have like a like a high like a hypersensitivity to what loyalty is or certain people, I don't know, that you want to let into your circle. Like, are you more? Oh, if it's hard for me to like. Let people in my circle, you say? Yeah, now based on yeah, that. absolutely. Mm -hmm. uh, I I think nowadays you can't just let anybody in your so circle. Mm -hmm. You gotta have like, you can't trust everyone no more. Um, there's just so much going on that you don't know what the what they're capable of. Like, you really gotta. I feel like even if you have friends from that you grew up with, that could trade you. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Sometimes a lot of people don't like to see you good doing good. So, you know. Well, they do. It's just not better than them. Exactly. You can never be better than somebody <laughs> else, you know. They don't want that. <laughs> Anything you want to speak on, like, uh, that you have on your mind right now? Uh, I know it sounds random, but. Hey, man. Nah, I mean, what, what, what I could say to the people is, you know, especially for these young cats coming up right now, man, just. I just feel like just stay away from the streets, man. Just try to get educated. Try to get uh, try to find something that you like to do, man, and just move forward. I feel like don't give up on yourself. You know, it's one. Of, it's like a, it's like a little quote. Like just don't give up on yourself, man. Keep pushing forward. I feel like I've been through a rough time and been through a lot of stuff from being incarcerated, being streets, or I feel like I came a long way. So I feel like if I did it. I feel like anybody could do it, you know. That's something I would tell the people, like, just keep moving. Just keep pushing forward. Whatever you're doing, don't give up. Just keep going, man. I had dreams that I thought I would never have. Make it happen. From having my own truck, from riding um, in a highway next to my dad. That was something big for me. That I thought I would never accomplish that, but I got to accomplish. So I feel like things that I thought that I couldn't accomplish, I, I made it happen. So I feel like anybody could. Make anything, even if it's not that, even if it's something in general, it could be something different. But I feel like you could do you could do it all. 
even if it's a hardship, right? Because sometimes it's a blessing in disguise. Like your yeah. incarceration, in a way, who knows? Maybe it saved your life. You would have gone deeper into that world. Exactly. Where, like the 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 incarceration would have been ten times more of the time, mm -hmm. or even death out here. You know, so. That's how I feel. Like, um, I feel like being incarcerated. Um, like God put the brakes on you for a bit. Hey, yeah. chill, chill, bro. Like, I feel like I had to be incarcerated. Yeah. To do what I, to be where I'm at now. I guess I could say I feel like. You wouldn't have the same mindset. You think? Nah, probably not. No. Nah, probably not. But I feel like you had. I had to go through that. Even though a lot of people wouldn't say like, "Yo, I don't want to be locked up." You know, I mean, nobody want to be locked up. But I feel. I feel like thanks to God that I got locked up. Maybe that made me mature and had a had had a different mindset. Even coming home and maybe taking time still, starting all over and getting to where where I have to be at. I think at the end of the day, it still helped me out. Okay. So we get to trucking. You're home. You now you ready to fuck shit up, and you know in a positive way, of course. No, of course. Um, get in that trucking world. Mm -hmm. Trucker gang is born. Trucker gang was born. Yeah, right. 2017. So, all right, let's let's get back to that subject. So you get back. What's the first thing on your mind? You gonna go get your CDL? Yeah, getting my CDL. I took a um a year after I came home to get my CDL. Yeah. Yeah. Then yeah. I just went with it. Like, yeah, I have to get my CDL now. And up until that date, were you like cruising along with your dad a lot, or tagging along, or in any way? Um. Yeah. My, um. I've been tagging along with my dad even when I was younger too. So, but mm. I did when with my dad again. Try to get refreshed and. I knew how to drive already since young. I was doing it. Mm. Yeah, since little, man. I was going to the ports when I was a kid, man. I learned how to drive trucks inside a port. That's when oh, when you oh. was allowed to bring yeah. other people. You know, there was no Twig car system there. There was, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Um, I remember when my dad used to let me drive with a chassis. No box on it. Just, yeah. just a chassis. But yeah. I used to... Um, Grind the gears. I couldn't. I couldn't change the gears. Yeah. I used to get frustrated. I'll get. I'll, I'll stop the truck. I, I get out. My dad comes out like, "What? I'm, I'm gonna whoop your ass if you don't <laughs> get back in that truck." Like he forced me to learn. So, but it was it was it was worth it. You know what I mean? That he taught me that that route, like to yeah. learn that. You know. So. So when then you get the the license, you get the truck, you get your first job. Yeah, I get my first job, man. I'm giving another shout out to my friend Mickey. Um, he helped me out get my first job when I got my CDL. Um, I was a company driver there for like maybe a year and a half. It was a good job. Um, I got my experience there. Like experience-wise, I think I was ready even when I first got my license. But experience-wise, as another look for the other companies, like oh, okay, this kid got six months a year driving trucks. You gotta share a fucker. We all fuck something up when we starting. You gotta have something, man. Come on. Tell me a little something. Driving trucks? Yeah. When you, when you I can say I've been defender, I can say. Yeah. I don't think I, thanks to God to this day, knock on wood, I, <laughs> I haven't done nothing crazy like. To end up on your own page? Yeah, to end up <laughs> on my own page. I don't think, I, you know, like from hitting a bridge or. Yeah, yeah. Um, But bend defenders, like, you know, backing up to, to a chassis, I probably bend a bracket, not paying attention. yeah. Chassis yeah. was too high. I'm yeah. thinking I'm still going bad guy, and I'm uh, not even hooking to nothing. Yep. Um, things like that, man. Like little fender benders, man. Yeah. Nothing, nothing crazy that I could say like, oh, you know, thanks to God, you know. I always like, I always be focused, you know, on the road. Like, try to pay attention, but sometimes it's not you. Sometimes it's whoever's next to you. So. Yeah. Doesn't matter how good you're driving. Yeah. When you did the, when you had the terminal experience, and you're the one behind the wheel. Like you're the one communicating with people there. Uh, do you have any experience that sticks out from an interaction with the workers there on on on, on that side of the country? There, it's the ILA, right? Over here, it's the yeah, IL, it's the ILA. ILWU here. It's but yeah. over there, it's the ILA. Yeah. Are there any uh, tensions between them and drivers at all over there? Or um, you always, I feel like you always get into it with with ILA workers or, you know. Did you ever have a, a situation? Yeah, I had a couple situations yeah. as going back and forth with somebody because they didn't want to fix my tire, the chassis, mm -hmm. um, and the ports. Mm -hmm. But I always, I feel like, ah, how can I explain this? Like, I'm a type of person that I feel like you can, like, if you, just a lot of workers in the ILAs that, that are nasty to people, that they feel like they could just talk to you however you want. 
I mean, I feel like a lot of drivers um, let them take advantage of that, and they just keep doing it to every driver until you bump into the wrong driver and like, okay, hold on. This mm-hmm. guy's speaking back to me. Mm-hmm. So I feel like I'm one of them. I don't know how many people out there, yeah. like how I am, but I feel like you're not going to come up to me and talk to me any type of way. I don't work for you. That's one. You're not my dad. That's two, you know? <laughs> that's uh, and sounds I, like and, enough. <laughs> yeah, and I, and, I, and I had got into it with, with certain people that work in the ports. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of good people that work at Yeah, there. of course. There's a lot of good people that, yeah. that help you out, that answer anything, any question you need. But like I said, then you have those that don't, they don't even want to put the window down when they need to pick up. You're knocking on the window like, mm. hey, I'm talking to you. Who the fuck are you? Yeah, they'll ignore you. So, But there's hey. a lot of good people, man. Shout out to them, to yeah, the good people. Yeah, there. if there's if there's any listening or you know, or watching, do you have a, a message for them? Um, and, you know, like little PSA? Like for the ones that I, you know, that they're good people? Yeah, right now you're representing, you know, truckers that enter ports in, in your area, right? Like, okay. You're speaking on their behalf right now. What would you say to ILA? Um, what can I say about the ILA? Like something good or something bad? Like a PSA for them. <laughs> hey, like, uh, how would I say it? Like, what do you have to say to them if any of them are listening? Um, just keep doing a good job. Um, just keep keep the ports moving. Basically, you know, I know a lot of things that that been done on that. That been done on purpose for certain things in the ports, but I feel like just try to keep the ports moving, man. Just keep doing a good job. I feel like everybody that work in the ports, don't people that are nasty to drivers, to change the attitude. You know, we all workers at the end of the day. Um, you don't know what I'm going through. I don't know what you're going through at that moment. So sometimes I feel like you have to like be in the straight line, man. Just talk regular. I feel like there's no need to be loud with somebody. Mm-hmm. You don't know what that person going through. What about he's, he do, you know, he's crazy. He do something, you know, <laughs> you don't want to get to that point. Like, yeah. there's a lot of frustration out here right now with a lot of um, no work. Work is slow. Yeah. People not making money. Mm-hmm. A lot of people in depression, stressed out, you know. I feel like, hey, I don't think you should get to that point to give them frustration more than what, what they have already. Yeah. So, but like I said, there's a lot of good workers in the ports shout out to them shout out to them you know there's a lot of good yeah. um a lot yeah. of good workers man i don't I, I, I know a few but don't want to put their name out there but that's what i was going to tell you that there's good ones and i don't know why they feel they need to be undercover like it, i feel like there's some that if they're good to us that their their team members will be like they're traitors I feel like they protect that a lot, and yeah, and, and it's pretty sad because yeah, it is, it is. Because that's sad. them, like one in a million, stating an example that you can be respectful to others regardless of their status or yeah, exactly. You know yeah. what I mean? But I guess we'll figure it out someday, you know. But in the meantime, thank you for sharing that point of view, no, of and, and it's never my intention to create this whole like division. I think when I ask that, it's more to. Because communication is is the big factor in any type of scenario. scenario Even yeah. wars are, are, you know, can either be started or ended mm-hmm, due to mm-hmm. how the conversation goes. Yeah, facts, facts. So facts. communication, I think, is very important. And communication and is key. If we don't say what's on your mind, then they're left to assume. Yeah, exactly. And when we assume, we do a lot of stupid shit. I feel like you just gotta talk. Yeah. So. I mean, thanks. you gotta you gotta speak up sometimes. All right. So. So you let's let's fast forward to owner operator life. Mm-hmm. Um, what's been the biggest challenge being an owner operator? And and so you've been a driver before. Yeah. So then you hop and you have your own truck. You have now it's like a whole business on wheels. Like did you panic or were you ready? You know, share a little bit um, about that. I feel like I was ready just to a, per, a certain extent when it get down to the notch as my truck broke down or I got to rebuild my engine. I just spent like twelve thousand, four thousand. I mean, not four thousand, twelve to fourteen thousand last December. Had to do my rebuild my head of the motor, and that's during a slow time, if I'm not and mistaken. Exactly, Christmas. That's before Christmas. Oh, December, but before Christmas. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's tough when it gets to that that point. And you know, shout out to my dad. You know, helps me out a lot, man. I'm telling you, that man is made of gold, man. Uh, like I said, I could never. Leave that out, man. He's 
he, he he's the number one right there. Um, but yeah, man, I think the biggest challenge of being an owner operator is like now you got to put your big boy pants and um, you have responsibilities that you didn't have no, before working for somebody or being a company driver. Now you got your own responsibilities that truck breakdown or anything you got to fix in the truck. You know, it's expensive. It's not cheap. Did he ever think you would be one of the truckers that has to put down twelve racks on on, on staying? Yeah, I, I, I was mine. I was. I had that mindset already that yeah. that could happen. I can't. I can't think of like thanks you know, to your dad, right? The guidance of like, yeah, the guidance, of course. Yeah. Thanks to my dad. My dad showed me the ropes of everything from ports, from being an owner operator, from just taking care of your truck. He always gave me that. You know. You got to do this. Don't don't forget this. Blah blah. You know, et cetera, et cetera. So from the get go, you you started like saving, uh, setting aside for a rainy day, or of course, yeah, yeah. 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 I always tell people, yo, you mm -hmm. got to save for a rainy day. Mm -hmm. Um, like I, I I spoke, I used to doing a lot of videos last year when last summer when the ports was doing really good and a lot yeah, of work was reminder, going. Reminder, like hey hey. Just a reminder, man. There's gonna be. This 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 is gonna crash later yeah. on, um, cause it was booming of all the backed up COVID stuff and yeah, so it was busy. There wasn't an, they were saying there wasn't enough. Not, not I'm not gonna say enough drivers. I'm saying not enough companies to take loads out, and people company carriers are charging arm and a leg to take you know to, to these brokers or whatever. Mm -hmm. I feel like this is their turn now. Mm -hmm. They 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 you know rates are are super low in the basement right mm -hmm. now. So it but now companies taking work. It is what it is. Either you take it or you're not going to get the work. Somebody will do it. Mm -hmm. But I spoke about this alone. I spoke about it because I know there's a slow season after holidays, but not like this one. Yeah. It's been a long time since. I don't know why many years since my dad told me, but this is a big slowdown. This is not a regular slowdown. Yeah. It's still slow. Yeah. We, we, we in March. But it was also we, a big spike. So everything's balancing out. Now everything's balancing out back to normal, you know? I feel so like it was above average that that COVID gold rush. Yeah, a lot of people made a lot of money. Shout out to the people that made a lot of money. But a lot of people bought overpriced trucks. Exactly, a lot of people started getting greedy. Also, I feel like a lot of I feel like a lot of companies, a lot of owner carriers, they went crazy wasting too much money. Cars, clothes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Burned I a feel couple like, bridges too. Maybe charging a little yeah, too much, man. and now now it's like. This is which this is my price. You take it or not? Were you ever tempted? Were you ever in a situation where you could have? You don't need to speak on it, but I'm. You know, I know that owner ops had a lot of power during that time to be like, you know, that's not a good enough rate, and you know. Um, it, I guess it all depends on where you work at. Mm. It doesn't work like that everywhere you work at, right? You yeah. know what I mean. It's so more it's, take it or leave it. Sometimes there's some companies that that could work with you and be like, yo, I need I need a hundred dollars more for this load. Mm-hmm. They'll probably give it to you, but there's certain companies that this is the rate. I can't go up or down. Yeah. This is what it is. So I can't speak on that because my company doesn't work. Shout out to TMX and tomorrow, you know. That's the company I'm leased under. Um, shout out to them. Fernando, the owner, good people. Um, you know, that company don't work as you could for an angle the price is whatever mm -hmm. the price is. But mm -hmm. there's also some companies out there that that do that, you know. Mm -hmm. That work with you. I'll give you extra fifty. Yeah. You know. Um, hold up. I had uh Oh, yeah, the the truck. Your truck is clean. You keep it clean. Yeah. But I also notice you don't go crazy like you know, like a lot of people they focus too much on accessories. Is there a reason that you haven't gone all out and gone crazy on, on your rig? Um, I feel like I gotta do a couple of more things. I just like simple stuff. Yeah. I don't want to go over crazy putting extra accessories that is not. I yeah. feel like when you put too much, and listen, don't don't mind me. That's just my opinion for everybody that go crazy with their truck and do a lot of extra. I just feel for me, I like a nice simple rig, some lights, some little chrome. Of course, you want to mm -hmm. polish your truck. That's that's always. Yeah, I just wanted to know the motivation behind it. Was it strategic for profits, or was it more of a, like, you're just not into it, you know? That's for, like, all. doing extra? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, it could be advice as well, like, that I could have taken, like, don't spend money on stupid shit. Save I, it for a rainy day. I mean, you know? I'm not going to say that either, because if you love your truck, 
you're gonna do whatever for your truck so yeah <laughs> I, don't, I, I can't say, I, I don't spend a lot of money in that truck buying things when I say like extra accessories meaning like maybe so much extra lights or maybe so much extra things like mm -hmm. a lot of things when you add a lot of accessories in your truck outside your truck or whatever sometimes it, it make your truck look ugly but like I said don't take mm -hmm. That's just my opinion. <laughs> Don't take it no offense for nobody that does that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I feel like a simple, nice, clean rig. Subtle, subtle. It's cool with me. But I'm yeah. going to do, um, th this is not my favorite truck. My favorite truck is a W900 Kenworth. So yeah. I think my goal is to get one of those later on. But um, my truck, I'm going to do a couple things to it, though. Like some things to make it more, you know. Right now, just taking time, you know. Like things are slow. You got to yeah, keep it real. I'm not going to be like, yeah, I got a lot of money. No, nah. the things are bad All right. to be spending money on the truck right now. Unless it's something that you have to fix on the truck, then that's something different. 12 but racks or so. Yeah. It's tough, man. That's why I tell people out there, man. A lot of people just want to get their license and think it's easy. Buy a truck, hop in and just drive. It don't work like that. I try to explain to a lot of people. Sometimes you got to learn the hard way. But sometimes they got to learn the highway. They don't listen to people. People yeah. think that you're trying to get them out the... Or not make, not letting them make the money. Or I don't know. Mm -hmm. They might think something different. It is what it is. I mean, we all learn the hard way in our own way. No, that's you learn the hard way in yeah. in a non trucking way. Yeah, everyone has lessons in different. Yeah, that's a fact. You man. know what I mean? That's a fact. Um, in Espanol, they say no se aprende en en, en cuerpo ajeno or something like. Yeah, yeah. If, yeah, if you ain't go through it, it's not gonna be the same lesson. It's not gonna be the same lesson. That's a fact. What is something you wish you knew before you started trucking? Like, oh, fuck. I would have. I'm thinking that's not going to be a problem for you, right? Because you had a good mentor, your, your father. Yeah, I had a good mentor, so I can't say nothing. Like, I already was schooled already with my dad. Yeah, but some people come in and they're like, oh, fuck. If I would have known this, I could have, you know, it would have been. something? Yeah. Like, um, I wish I would have known. It would have helped me out so much. I feel like, I'm going to be funny, but it's funny because <laughs> I feel like. If I wouldn't know the ports was like this, I would have never been here. I could say that. But now you're, you're in there. <laughs> now, now you're in there. Do you believe what they say that once you make it past five years, you're you're in there for life? Yeah. Just like that. Magic my dad number. got my dad got thirty. <laughs> so <laughs> I feel like once you're there over five years, I think that makes sense. What is your technique that you use so you don't go crazy, knowing that you're going about to go to ports? Yeah. Patience. That's all it is, huh? It's just you gotta have good patience. You'll get out eventually. I feel like if you don't have patience... You'll get out faster than three years, for sure. Yeah, if you don't have patience... Wait, you didn't get that one? No. Nah. All right, no. <laughs> A little bit slow, you know. <laughs> but I feel like if you you don't have patience for this, you're not going to you're not gonna make it out of there. A lot of people don't make it out. A lot of people quit the same week. I done seen it. Yeah. yeah. I done seen somebody going from hard uh, trailer vans and, ah, I want to do containers, see how it is. Well, they it, love to talk shit. They got big balls till they go in there. This that's a different ball game, man. Hey. I tell people, man. Shout out to my friend, um, Pro Trucker, man. Shout out to my friend Pro Trucker, man. That's one of my friends that um his name Henry. Henry Jones? Nah, not Henry Jones. No, man. he knows what I mean. <laughs> but um we always talk about that that a lot of people a lot of these drivers that go into the ports for the first time, they don't last. Mm -hmm. They don't take the pressure. Um bro, you're talking about people cutting in front of you, people they arguing. They, it's a lot of shit going on in the ports. Don't forget the healthy eating. I know he be showing off those chicken salads. Yeah, yeah. They look fire, yeah. too. Yeah, man. Nah, <laughs> he got a good spot over there, man. He's a healthy eater. What's your favorite thing about trucking? Favorite thing of trucking, man. It's just trucking. Uh, driving. I love trucking, man. That's something that is in my blood, I think. I was born with that in my blood. I just took long to get that route, but... Trucking, man, just trucking, just sitting on the truck and driving. That's like, I love that, man. Love the smell of the smoke. The smoke? You know, we, you know, we could, you know, you, you smell the smoke over there, not here, maybe because. Uh, yeah, meaning ass. <laughs> yeah, over here we got this clean, clean air. We yeah. got the clean trucks, and and they, you would never know because they don't. This clean air doesn't go past the state line, so exactly you, you'll, you'll never get to nah, smell. You never get to. You don't <laughs> truck pass by. You don't smell the the trucking. Like what's the, the what's the you know the suit? Yeah, man. What's your least favorite thing? My least favorite of trucking. 
What can I say? I don't know. Are you traffic? Mm. That makes sense, or yeah, I don't know. I the, hate the, traffic. The cruising part is cool, but now when you're stuck in now the when traffic. you're stuck in traffic, man, changing gears back and just forth. Get automatic, bro. Nah, man. I feel like now nah, you know what. I'm not gonna say nothing. All right. I, yeah. Nah, nah, uh, no automatic. Okay. <laughs> if not trucking, what would you be doing? If not trucking, what would I be doing, man? I don't know, man. That's a tough question, bro. Just imagine it right now. No, no more trucking. What's up? What are you, what's going through your mind? Uh, I don't know. I don't know where I end up at. I don't know. I don't know what would I do. It's tough. What's another passion you have that you could say it's that you enjoy doing aside from trucking? Uh, that's tough, man. I could mention one. You 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 look like you're into fashion and um the, the, the hats that uh the, the hat, hats man the, the sneaker game. I all mean that. the the hats for sure. I was just thinking of like um maybe work wise because I, the hat is a hobby, you know what I mean. So, but I also make money because I do pins. Mm-hmm. Um, people resell hats. Man, shout out to I want to say shout out to Big Jersey family. Um people that I that I interact with and I be with all the time, they like family. They're more than family, man. Um, but like I said, the hat thing is more a hobby to me. But I enjoy going out to like a hat drop. And um, shout out to my brother Bones Brims. We out here in Cali. Um, we came to support. He had a drop that he designed hats. Grand opening in the store. Uh, Capanova. And, um, That's a LA. cool name. Capanova, yeah, it's it's actually a cool name, man. And um, they did a grand opening with his design hats that he designed, mocked up. So shout out to him. Yeah, well, look at that. You just said it was a hobby, but see, you could do a Capanova. So yeah, it could be more than it that. Could, it could be more than that. Maybe I just look at it like that right now because because uh-huh. you got trucking too back. Yeah, there. so I got trucking, so I feel like you know I focus on the trucking. This is like a hobby, but I feel like if. Like there's no trucking, then maybe I have to have another idea with that, you know. But it's it's the hat thing, the hat. You know, shout out to the hat community. Um, it's more of like networking with people there, man. This a this the hat community is like a whole different side of things. You know, a lot of people don't think about hat community. Yeah, that's what I'm, I'm like. I don't know if you see my face. I'm like, huh? Like, yeah. it sounds like a very loving community. Like. Yeah. How the fuck can hats connect people that way? <laughs> Yo, I'm going to tell you this, man. <laughs> Through the hats, I'm here in Cali. Yeah. And also, I came here, you know, to see you. You know, I've but been to you. But it helped it line up. It, it, it helped it lined up. Yeah. You know, I came to support my brother. I came here to do the podcast with you. Come see you. Appreciate you. You know, I told you that I was going to do my first podcast. I did another podcast was for a hat. Uh-huh. But it was more for, for my brother Bones, mm-hmm. man, that... It was his time. It's his day. Talk about his hats. Oh, but yeah. I was there as, yeah, and I appreciate yeah, yeah. him for yeah. bringing me up there. And um, I talked a little bit, but this more the podcast of like the whole life. I mean, you talking yeah. here. We always yeah. talked about that. I was gonna come here first before any podcast, and um, we here. But like I said, like I feel like to answer your question, probably be something with the hats. Trucker hat, trucker hat. Man, you know I do. I do. You know I do the merch. You know the hoodies. Um, the trucker has the dad has I, I got into the pins because of the hat community yeah because of Big Jersey yeah because Big Jersey is a group from Jersey um, Big Jersey is a person or a crew it's a crew okay Big Jersey is a crew from New Jersey mm. um, you know oh that's that's what the captions like Big Jersey out in Cali yeah exactly oh, okay so so the whole group from Jersey you I know. thought you were calling <clears throat> yourself that like nah nah I'm, nah I'm Big Jersey homie nah 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 it's actually a group, man. Shout out to all of them over there. They family, man. It's like my family, man. Um, Good thing you told me that because if I would have gone to Jersey, then I would have probably put a caption, Big Cali out in Jersey. <laughs> trying to fit in, you know, trying catch to up to that yeah. slang. Yeah, man. But yeah, man, that's, that's like I said, man, not even as a, the hats is a hobby, but just being with the Big Jersey crew or being in the hat community, it's just a lot of love, a lot of, yo, shout out to the West Coast. West Coast shows a lot of love, man. Shout out to the West Coast, man. From the East Coast to the West Coast. I love the... Yo, I, I'm here for the first time. I love this shit. Hey. I love Cali, man. Shout out to Cali, man. We welcome you. Any advice for 18-year-old Coho? Any advice? Eight, uh, being at 18 years old? 
Younger, whatever. Okay, pick your own number. 18 is just kind of like, eh. What advice I got for the 18-year-old? For the youngster, you. Younger version of you. That I should have got into trucking at that age. And, okay. I mean, that's what I could say about me. Mm-hmm. And my perspective, um, how my dad was pushing me to get my license. I feel like I should have done that. And um, probably had a different story. Me, I would have been telling a different story. I would have got my license at that age. You know, but... I feel like I can't backtrack and think about that. That already is my past, and I had a good time doing something else, and whatever, you know mm-hmm. what I mean. But we here now, so. What do they call you, Coho? I got a bad hip. Um, I was born with a bad hip. I used to play baseball too. Oh, you're born with it. Yeah, the bad hip. Yeah. Um, played baseball too. Made it worse, I think. Um, when I was younger. So I got a bad hip. That's why they call me Coho. That's just a street name, actually, from the hood. Um, um, what's his name? I think Rafi. Yes. Shout out to Rafi. He gave me that name playing baseball. Mm-hmm. I got that name playing baseball. Hmm. I was limping, running. Mm-hmm. Have that little limp, you know? Did you ever encounter any type of bullying or, like, made fun of as a kid? Um, nah. I feel like you could have tried to, like, make fun of me or whatever. But I was in that stage younger that I was, like, street-wise. I didn't care. Like, we we're going to fire. I didn't take it as a, it is what it is, you know. But do you encounter it, though? Like, did anyone make an, uh, take a shot? You know, there's, there's always bullies out um, there. Yeah, but no. Nah. No advice for any kid that may be going through something similar? Oh, I mean, advice for a kid. Well, it's like, something that's out of your control, like some kind of, you know, def- defect, it, like, I feel like the advice, like... And don't take the fact personal. I mean, the fact, like, you know, we're used to normal, right? Like, people walk a certain way, or people look a certain way. Or people, exactly, People yeah. have all their limbs. People have both eyes, you know? But it's just something that's slightly different. It stands out, right? And sometimes yeah, you get those boneheads that just... Yeah, they're, they're just going to bully you and crack on you or so make jokes out of you. Any advice to any kid out there that might have a similar situation? Um, I feel like just don't pay attention, man. I, I mean... It, it's more easy to say than, than to do, mm-hmm. but I feel like just pay, just don't pay attention, bro. You At the end of the day, you are who you are. I mean, you shouldn't worry about what other people say about you. Let them talk. It never affected your confidence? Nah. No? I feel like nah. You don't think about it? I feel like that is, I'm just, I'm just being me, you know what I mean? I don't think that, that, uh, that affect me for being called, uh, you know? There's I actually thought it was cool. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, but um, it's like... Big coho coming through. Get out the yeah. way, bitch. Yeah. I actually thought it was cool. I'm not going to lie. Mm. So, yeah. Okay. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for sharing. Probably. Any advice for others thinking of, of coming into the port trucking game? Um, Advice, man. It's just... For the port game, like I said, you just make sure you come with patience. Um, a lot of patience in this game, man. Don't get me wrong, man. There's money to be made in the ports. That's a fact. We just saw all those piles. Some piles, some are not piles, but yeah. there's work out, out there even if it's slow. If it's slow, yeah, exactly. Those trains were stacked. Yeah. You see how big the, Thank this, you to whole, you. this Take whole area is? Thank you to you, man, giving me a little tour out there in the ports, man. This is actually cool, the cool view. This is the big ports, man. It's the big ports compared to the East Coast, you know. But, you know, we're the second one in the country with the biggest sports, man. But this, I, I feel like I had to do a little tour around here to see what's going on. Yeah. I mean, it's not on the working day, but it was pretty cool seeing things and, you know, showing me around how, you know, how things run around here. But uh, advice, man, I just feel like you got to be prepared to be in these ports, man. You got to have that mental, like, yo, there'll be times that you would be here four or five hours, six to get a load, might back you up from doing the delivery, so it'd be tough. It's tough. You got to have that. You, I feel like you got to be ready for that. That's the worst, when that rolls over to the next day. It feels like you're starting behind. Like exactly. You're behind, trying it's to like catch I, up all week. I didn't make no money because yeah. now I got to wait till tomorrow. I missed my appointment. So it, 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 it's a little bit hard. I feel like you got to be mental ready for all that. Mm-hmm. But like I said, there's when it's busy, it's busy. There's money to be made. But like I said, you got to have patience, man. Be ready for that. 
it's it's not a matter of if it, it will happen and it no. will be tested yeah you're gonna be tested for sure yeah it, you might get that beginner's luck a couple of days yeah i feel like you get a beginner's <laughs> luck you're in and out of port like fucking less than half hour i'm like okay yeah. I, I like this you come two days later you fucking it just gives you the tip on monday then you're wednesday in, you're in the line for six hours <laughs> and like hold on i don't i don't know if i can handle this i've been on the i've been in the port man probably my longest probably like six seven hours and i experienced that but i feel like i got patience i feel like i was built for this port shit yeah. This, oh this yeah, can't, this you've can't been knock me some, down. You've you been through some shit, bro. Yeah, this that that can't knock me down no more, man. Yeah. This is this is me. This is what I like. We're gonna try and make it happen. You are making it happen and, and uh, inspiring can... other truckers out there. Everyone that comes on here has something unique that I feel it'll even if one person benefits from it already. I think it's a great contribution to our trucking community. So thank you for taking time out of your day. No, of course, and, man. And, and speaking on on you know on all that. Um, we're at the end of this interview, but I want to end it with, uh, is there anything that you want to add? Anything at all that you, um, want to just, you know, what I can add, I mean, you know, anything I left some, out, you know, no, we got it. We got it. We got the point of a lot of things and we got through a lot of things, man. I just want to give shout outs to everybody that, that support me that, you know, you support, um, show love and. It's a lot of love out here everywhere in the, from around the world that show me love. So I just want to say thank you to everybody that show me love and support, man, that keep rocking with me, keep rocking with my brand. Um, like I say, I always try to help everybody out as much as I can. Maybe I don't have all the questions, but I try to help at, help out as much as I can, man. I just want to shout out to the people, man, that always, that always there. Shout out to the club, my friends. Shout out to the family. Um, shout out to the Big Jersey crew, man. I can't leave them behind. They show me a lot of things too. Um, but yeah, man. And shout out to how can I say, man? A lot of people. I got a, I got friends that are incarcerated, incarcerated right now. I got my uncle. I got friends that they're behind the wall right now. Um, free them, you know. Um, my my one of my homies got an album, Free the Force. You know, man. Shout out to all my brothers out there, to the homies. I gotta shout my homies out. I can't leave them behind. Doesn't matter what is it, you know. Yeah. Well, I'm just staring at you like, keep it going, keep it going. I know uh, you. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of people to shout out, man. I ain't going to lie, man. But um, you got to throw that one at the end where like, if I forgot to mention you, don't take it personal. No, nah, that's... I love you. That, that they they, they you. know what's going on, man. <laughs> it, it's so many people. They know. They got to know that. Oh, he forgot to say my name, but I know. You know what I mean? But shout out to my brother, uh, my brother Yank. He's like a brother to me, man. He helps me out. I, you know, I shot him out earlier, but shout out to him again. Shout out to the family. Like I said, shout out to the family. Shout out to everybody that's rocking with me, man. Thank you to you, man, uh, for bringing me up here. I appreciate you, man. And um, you know we've been rocking for a long time. <laughs> like, we go way back. Chuck a gang, chuck a gang, chuck a gang. Chuck a gang, chuck a gang, man. It's, it's been a long way coming where we at, man. Um, a lot of more good things coming up soon, man. We're trying to work on new merch. We're trying to work on something, you know. There's a lot of shit been going backed up right now, but... We're working a lot, a lot of things, man. We're trying to come up. I'm trying to take truck again to trucker shows soon. More of that. Yeah. You know? Yeah, um, making moves. Trying to travel to truck shows, man, all around the country. And then this hat stuff, too, I think that's kind of giving you that view of, like, the marketing and, like, you it, know, hey, we could do an event. What, what, you know, why not? It is crazy because the hat thing, the hat community, and I want to say hat thing. I want to say, you know, the hat community pushed me more to do more things. Mm-mm. That I wasn't doing before, I was slacking, but I feel like this gave me a push to do things. Yeah, but to what? What's the word? To don't feel bad, or don't be hard on yourself because trucking it takes a lot of time and and energy. So that's the problem, man. It's, yeah. it's the time consuming yeah. trucking, man. Right now, maybe I have time now because it's slow. Mm-hmm. Not working every day. That's another thing I want to say, man, to everybody out there, man. Just keep pushing forward, man. Don't, I mean, I'm in the same situation as not working every day. It's slow. I mean, multi, um, mental health is, you know, it's a, it's a bad motherfucker. You know what I mean? Um, but a lot of people going through the same situation, man. I feel like everybody just got to hold their head up and try to make it as best they could. But I feel like you can't give up. Try to be strong, patient. I feel like things are going to get better. 
But like I said, like I'm going through the same thing, man. Don't feel bad. A lot of people going through the same thing. Trust me, not, nobody's better than nobody. You know what I mean? Everybody's going through it, man. So that's that's one thing I want to say, man. Just keep your head, your head up, and um. Even trucker strong. gang goes through it. Even trucker gang goes through it, man. That's why I tell people, man. Just keep your head up, be strong. Just like I said, mental mental health is a bitch, man. And um, I I, be, I, I go through it, depressions and. Damn, things are bad. Um, slow. You know, just in general, in life, you mm. know. But you woke up. But I definitely woke up, man. And I feel like I never gave up. I mean, I never gave up. I kept. I'll keep going. Like I have my last dollar, and I just keep going. I can't give up, man. Now we're in a stage that we got to keep moving. The time is here. Like it's gonna come one day. But God bless you and whatever. You know, uh, intentions you have, whatever goals, may they come to fruition. And thank everyone, a special thanks to everyone that tunes in. Uh, the few loyal uh, listeners, followers, um, been rocking with us. Yeah, man. You know, shout out to the followers, man, that been rocking, you know? Yeah. Without their support, we really we don't really got shit. So. Yeah, I, I always said it, man. I always been saying it, man. Like, without your supporters, the followers, man. You know nothing Like shout out to the followers And supporters That support everybody Not just me I'm supporting you Supporting People brand out here Like every any anything mm -hmm. In general Shout out to them Because for the people You're not gonna be nothing Like I, I, Truck again is here be, You know Because of the people I think You know what I mean Like mm -hmm. let's, I, I like to be clear about that Like Without the people rocking with me I wouldn't It wouldn't be no truck again Yeah And it's good that The, the platform is built And then you got to be more mindful of what you throw out there now because people are listening. So it's like, it's a, it's a, not a, it's kind of a responsibility to do the mm -hmm. right thing and, you know, throw the positive vibes out there. And that's a fact. That's a fact. It's, it's, be a positive sorry. influence, you know, yeah, be for a positive change influence, in our community. Man. So I feel like, I, I, I feel like I'm always, I always try to bring that positive, man. That's why I always like to talk, do my little videos talking, you know what I mean? Like, you you have to man and try to keep people motivated. I feel like I motivated a lot of people to get their CDL license, and that's that's something. It's a blessing that I could do that. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like I said, that CDL will it'll set you up. It'll set you up, even if you're doing good right now, doing something different. I feel like that's a backup backup plan mm -hmm. that you have in your in your wallet. I got mine in my wallet right now. Exactly. Shit. So you know what I mean. Maybe you're not using it now, but. You never know when it's you always can, there. It's always there. Yeah. You can use it. I feel like you can find a job, or even when things are slow, I feel like you can find a job that could make you some money. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Shout out to all the trucking community, man. Shout out to all the truckers. All right, all right. Much love to all of you, and well, thank you once again for coming on. Yeah. And oh, I'll let you do your um, your Cali touring. Yeah, man. It's my, it's Enjoy your stay, and uh, we'll be in touch. Thanks a lot, brother. For All right. Me. Peace.